Hello and welcome to the next in my series of studies in John's Gospel. When I was a child, we always went on holiday to Scotland, driving around in our camper van. My father often picked up hitchhikers, not because he was creepy and we liked horror films, but because in those days, the early 70s, that was the normal kind thing to do. One afternoon, we stopped to pick up a couple of young American backpackers who were hitchhiking throughout Europe. They were from America, and my dad said, as we often do, and he said it as a joke, I don't suppose you know uh, Morven Trost. Now, Morven Trost is my aunt who lived in America. My dad said it as a joke. But they paused and said, that's not the Morven Trost from Kennybunk, is it? Now, Kennybunk is a little village in America where my aunt lives. It turned out they were from that village and knew her. It was a jaw-dropping moment. I suspect it was a draw-dropping moment when Jesus says that his sheep can know God. This is John 14. He says, I am the good shepherd. We know that that's an image and a representation of God. The Lord is my shepherd. He says, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. He's implying that it is possible to know God just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, he says. This is a remarkable statement. Many religions have a concept of God being virtually unknowable. And certainly in the New Testament times, there was a distance between humanity and God that was unbridgeable. Only the great high priest could get in and really know God. And yet it was prophesied in Ezekiel and Jeremiah that people would know God. It was part of what the Messiah was going to bring. Nevertheless, Jesus is saying something startling. And I want to explore what it means for us to know uh, and be known. We're known by Jesus and we can know Jesus just as the Trinity works. You see, we find Jesus referring to the Father and the Son. There is complete understanding between God in human form and God on earth, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. So whatever we mean by knowing Jesus and being known by Jesus fits in the way the Father and the Son know each other. And what does that mean? It means there are no secrets, there are no misunderstandings, there is no separation, there is no rejection. Never does the Father turn away from the Son or the Son turn away from the Father. There is unity in purpose. What does this mean for us? I know my sheep. I think this is one of the most beautiful and fantastic parts of our faith, that God knows us. He understands us completely. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Very often we're not particularly self-aware. We don't know why we react in certain ways. We don't know why we behave, why we feel, why we are anxious, why we sometimes uh, do the things we do. But he does. He understands us and he knows us. And he knows what is best for us. And because we don't know ourselves and because we don't know and understand how we will cope or react or why we do things, to trust our future to him is a great place of peace. 
for he knows us. He is the shepherd who knows what is best for us. And the plans and the purposes he has for us, taking into account who we are and what we can and can't do, his expectations of us are realistic. He knows us. So let's entrust our lives to him because the way he will lead us, the way he will use us, what he will do through us will be the best. And to be known by Jesus as the Father knows the Son means that he will never leave us. He will never leave us because nothing shocks him. He knows what we're like. He knows our sin. He knows our stupidity. He knows the dark secrets. And yet he loves us. And so one of the great things that we talked about last time was how he has come to lay down his life for us because he wants to be in relationship with us. And he wants to be in relationship with us even though he knows us. And sometimes I come across folks who who kind of consciously or unconsciously believe, well, if God really knew what I was like, he wouldn't love me. And often we live that way with other people. We keep secret. We keep a distance. We think if people really knew what we were like, uh, we would be rejected. But Jesus knows what we are like and has come to lay down his life for us. He knows his sheep. And as we thought about in previous sessions, we are still his treasured possessions. He knows us and he wants us and he loves us. And so we are safe in his love because he knows us. He hasn't discovered something about us that may want him, cause him to reject us. No, he knows us and he loves us. And then this startling thing, he says, and my sheep know me. And this was shocking. They had a curtain that divided the holy place of God from humanity. And only the high priest went into the presence of God. And yet when Jesus dies on the cross, that curtain is torn in two, symbolizing the now common and free access for all humanity to know God. So what is it that we can know? Firstly, we can know his heart. We can know what matters to him. We can know how he feels. We can know how he sees the world. We can know how he sees us. We can know what he wants for us. We can know his will. We don't need to have others tell us through reading scripture and through the filling of his spirit and the sense of him working within us. We can know what pleases him. We can know what he wants from our life because we can know his voice. And we looked at this in a a few studies a little while ago at the beginning of John 10. You can go back to them if you haven't seen them or if you haven't remembered them. We know his voice. We can know him speaking and leading and prompting and inspiring us. And through his spirit living within us, we can know his presence. We can know the peace and hope and strength that he brings. We can know this for ourselves. We can know him. And as we've intimated through all of this, we can know his love. We can know that he cares for us and values us and has died for us. These things can be known. So our questions for reflection. How might being known 
and loved by Jesus changes. What do we know about the heart and will of Jesus? And how might this knowledge change us? Let's ask God to continue to draw close, to continue to reveal himself to us. And let's seek him because he is knowable. We may not understand everything. There may always be a lifetime of more to know. We may never get to the point where we say we completely know everything. But we can know enough for today. And we can seek him for tomorrow. So let's make that our heart's desire to seek after him. Let's pray together. Lord, will you help us to know you more? Will you give us a heart's desire to seek you? And thank you that we can know your heart and we can know your will. So reveal that to us that we might be your people for this time and for this moment. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.